Welcome to Tanya today. Rabbi Rabbi Fine, coming to you from Chabad Zvich and Kedeshim in Montreal, Canada. It's a privilege and a pleasure to share with you the Tanya. We welcome, as we welcome every day. By the way, we, we welcome for several reasons, two of which it's just nice to greet people. <laughs> and um, secondly, it gives a chance for people to get on. Because it takes some time for some reason. But so it is. John from North Carolina, Shalom and Davida in Liba. Good uh, Chodesh in New York. Welcome. Clem is with us in Brisbane late at night with together with TJ also all the way in, in Australia where it's uh, late at night. Anna, good afternoon to you in Budapest. And Gabby is in... Where are you, Gabby? But welcome. Sandy, good morning to you in, in Michigan, if I recall. Lena is in Colorado, Booker Tov. And who else is Robert in Boston? Shalom. Alice is in Baltimore. Welcome. Uh, David all the way in California. Welcome. And also in California, Paul and Greg. Bright and early. June also in Australia. The other end. Julie with us in Florida. Welcome. And the Lion of Judah. To remember, remind me from where? Adenia. Welcome. And <laughs> Sanita. I'm sure I pronounced that wrong. My apologies. Marcel in the Philippines there of Tov. Benel, welcome. Eugenia is with us in Calgary. Born and raised in Jerusalem, Adinia. Okay. Welcome. Um, Tim is with us in Texas, also in Texas, uh, Diana, Daisy, and Yerushalayim, and the holy city of Jerusalem. Uh, we have with us on Clubhouse, Vilma, welcome, Marcy, Tia, Sina, Celesti, Lindsay, Adam, David, Tim, uh, uh, Rita, Hannah, Welcome, and Winston, Mohammed, thank you for joining. Together with on Instagram, we have Mashiach now, Yentatila Benta, Akoi from Peru, and who else is with us? In Canada, Nitin. Okay, beautiful. Okay, folks, we're continuing. We continue in the 25th letter. Spoke about yesterday, the godly soul. The godly soul is made up of godly attributes. What does that mean? A piece of God is blown into the soul as opposed to everything else in creation is the word of God here it is a piece of God, so to speak, that is blown into the soul. 
And what is that peace? How does it express itself? Just as there's 10 divine attributes, so the soul now is empowered with 10 powers of the soul. 10 powers of the soul. And those 10 powers of the soul give the capacity of connecting to God um, in um, a direct holy connection. Now, is everything. There's a God made whatever there is in the realm of holiness on the holy side of the universe there has to be the counterpart to that called the other side klipa, shell that covers over on the holiness and that's known as ten crowns of impurity so there's also the ten this 10 here, right? 10 powers, but they're powers of impurity. Now, what does that mean, impurity? Well, 10 crowns, why are they called crowns? It's like a king. Imagine 10 kings. 10 kings in a room? Oh my gosh. What are you going to have? Each one vying for the crown, you know, to be able to sit on the, uh, on the throne. Or each one sitting on their throne. My throne is my throne. That's klipa. That's the other side. As opposed to mutual inclusion, here it's mutual exclusivity. This is where our animal soul comes from. Right? It wants to rule the, the roost. This is the, the, the souls, nations of the world. Meaning, it senses its own um, power, its own uh, need to fill itself. And that's the idea of self-fulfillment. We'll, we'll talk about more later. Okay, when we unpack it. But let's go further. So this, it, in the teachings, uh, Safer called it, holy book, Safer Golgulim, that says that man rules over man to his detriment. So there's two types of man, right? There's holy man and evil unholy man. And the evil unholy man rules over the holy man, ultimately to his detriment. And that refers to the shechina of holy men that uh, is an exile. What does it mean it's an exile? It means that it's not giving the power to holy man to exercise the power over the unholy elements of the universe. So therefore, that unholy man, right, which is klipa, Right, meaning it's covering over on the presence of God, rules over the sacred holy man, but that's only temporary. Because when Mashiach will come, it will be eradicated, that unholiness, and the sacred will be revealed. 
So, and that's happening now, little by little, that we extract from the unholiness the power of the goodness of God that's there. And ultimately, when we extract it and elevate it, the unholy will just, so to speak, melt away. But in the present time, in exile, exile means the Jewish people are in exile, but it means as a result, uh, the Shekhinah, the divine presence of God is in exile. Therefore, the nations of the world, who we explained was animated by the patron angels, and therefore Klippa, dominate over the Jewish people. Dominate. Now, how could that be that the Shekhinah should be in exile? The alternative says, it's a very good question. It means God is in exile. His power is in exile that does not have the dominance. And therefore, the sacred should dominate over the non-sacred or Khalifa. It doesn't. So he says, we need an extensive exposition on how and what that the Shekhinah could be invested in evil and in Klippa. He says, yeah, okay, but that's not the place. Nevertheless, the fact is that this is so. This is the fact. So, And metaphorically, the alternative gives klipa. What does it mean, klipa, for a metaphor? Klipa means that when you have to give your enemy a um, a gift, you don't do it willingly. Well, you know, this is a metaphor. Why, why would you give your enemy a gift? Well, he's your he's your competitor, and you're at a conference, and uh, for whatever reason, you have to give a gift. Doesn't matter. So you don't look the person in the eye, kind of throw it over your back and give it, you know. What is that a metaphor? That God contracts his infinite light to such a degree that it is so reduced that there isn't a sense that God is the one who's giving. That there isn't a sense that God is giving this vitality. And the way it it, it the way it, it, it reveals itself, the light of God that's contracted and now given to the nations is dispensing wealth, honor, and material physical pleasure. The Jewish people, however, don't get, don't get from that. They don't get from that. They get from the inner sustenance, his inner desire, as the as we say, may God make his countenance shine upon you. So that's from the inner dimension as opposed to the contracted light that comes in a way that gives, again, wealth, honor, and physical pleasure. And think about it. Okay, 
that's let's unpack this what does this mean well think about the world that we live in what dominates <laughs> wealth honor and pleasure of life that's what people are looking for that is an attribute of the nations of the world but not the jewish people now that doesn't mean jewish people can't do that jewish people do seek that why because they have an animal soul that that's what the animal soul seeks and that's the nature of this world but that's called klipa that's the non-sacred man that's klipa that's covering over on the presence of god and the truth of god and this is what dominates and that's why the jewish people are dominated because that's not the core of the jewish people it's not the core again many jews that's what they live for wealth honor and pleasure but that's not the jewish soul that's the animal soul but the human condition that god creates that is the dominant condition is not sacred it's not sacred but that's what dominates and therefore that dominates over the jewish people if we're getting the inkling what over here what would dominate if the jewish people were dominant would be divine connection would be about goodness and kindness it would be about service not being served wealth honor and physical pleasure is being served again that's human condition but that's all klipa and that's all negative that's we as it says in Sefer Gilgulim, evil man. Evil, we have to understand the word evil in Tanya or in, in mystical teachings means not that someone's Attila the Hun, not someone is, you know, uh, you know, some nasty person. That's not what evil is. And that, that's, that's off the charts. Evil means I'm the center of the universe and therefore wealth is important what's important for me honor is important for me me my selfhood wealth is the things for me honor is of me and pleasure you know is um of the physical form of me for me that's the human condition but that's covering up over god the truth of god and therefore that's what's dominant now that's the Shechina, the divine presence of God in exile. And hence the Jewish people who do not represent that. The nations of the world, that's what they represent. Well, think about it. What does any good nation want? They want prosperity. They want to have great, you know, um, we're, we're the most wonderful nation. <laughs> right? Right, we're number one. We got more gold medals than anybody in this Olympics, right? Um, 
sense of nationalism and pride as a, as a country and, and, of course, as an individual. And, of course, enjoying life. Well, that's what every nation's about, except for the Jewish people. Except for the Jewish people. As the Jewish people. I don't mean Jews as, in, you know, Jews as individuals. We have a choice of uh, following the animal soul. And actually, we could, because of the potential in the Jews, we see that they can be even much worse when it comes to this area. Or, you know. But this is the nature of exile. This is the nature of the animal soul that covers up on, this is a klipa that covers over on the presence of God. But that is only temporary. We are refining the world every time we do a mitzvah, every time we study Torah, we're refining the world. We are taking the element of uh, holiness, of goodness that's in Klippa and elevating it. And we're going to transform, we're going to change this world for good. Absolutely. You're all a part of this, by the way. You're all a part of this. How? You're learning Tanya now. Right? You're learning Tanya. Um, and I'm sure you're not just learning it, but living it. So, you know, the Tanya journaling helps to learn to live it. Tanya journal helps when you journal to live it. Um, But um, this is the message here. All right. Any questions? Any comments and thoughts? I'm going to look first on Facebook. So those are brief questions. And then we will uh, we will then go and see if on Instagram and then Clubhouse where we get a nice discussion at times. Julie, are the ten capacities the same as added attributes? Yeah, ten powers. Uh, you know, the animal soul has three: um, intellectual, also Chabad and the six emotions and and malchus absolutely yes absolutely thank you julie uh when does klipa come into this world was it created on the day of creation or did it come once we sin well it was there klipa means a, a shell covering over the presence of god in the garden of eden the whole garden was god's presence was God's presence, except one tree that had a mixture of good and evil. It was called the tree of knowledge of good and evil. So it was a mixture of good and evil, but it was in one tree. After the sin, after that sin, then what happened was good and evil became then in everything. So you have no good that has a little bit of evil in it, and you have no evil that doesn't have some good in it. 
right? Because it became mixture in the world, right? So when you look at um, you know some kosher food, oh, it's good. Well, it can also have some evil in it, meaning you could become a glutton in eating. You could eat without recognizing it's uh, saying a, a bracha, a prayer over it, right? So meaning. In everything, there is a mixture. Uh, some things are complete negativity, like, you know, something that's not kosher. Um, Davida, does this relate to, to us being the light onto the nations? Exactly. What is the What light do we carry that the human condition is not a godly condition? And we need to change the human condition. Right. Instead of being a, a person or a, or a nation that seeks, I mean, a nationhood is not going to happen except for Jewish people, um, for the most part, I would say. But rather than being an individual who is motivated by personal, you know, um, gain of uh, wealth and honor. And, and seeking a pleasure seeker. But it doesn't mean we don't have pleasure, but that's what I'm seeking with my life. Give pleasure then, rather than yeah. seek pleasure for yourself. I, you know, and listen, we all, I do that, we all do that. You know. But when we're aware that that's not the truth to live by, okay, we're not so you know, moved by that. Uh, Erica, when dealing with difficult people in difficult situations, we are dealing with the Shekhinah that is inside them. Mm, or is, it could be the Shekhinah is in exile in them. That's what, you know, right? It's obviously not apparent. Asher, where do we find the unholy counterparts of the spheroids? I'm not certain what you mean. So, so for example, the 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 powers of the soul, right? We have intelligence that can be used to connect to God, and we have an intelligence that could be used in order to gain wealth, honor, and pleasure. Right. So. Right? So, are you using intelligence? Yeah. To gain those things in life. I hope that uh, was clear, Usher. Let me know if it's not. Winston. Based on the rabbinical, why shouldn't men listen to Okay, well, let's deal with that uh, in a different context or maybe at the end. Uh, when Chava, John, is asking Eve ate from the fruit, she, was she attempting to remove and elevate the sparks of holiness therein? Um, yes. But the way then to remove or to elevate it was to refrain, as God's command was. Very good. 
Thank you, John. Um, okay, the counterpoints to Chesed. Um, so kindness from the godly soul is kindness to be like God. God is kind, so you act as kind. Kindness from the animal soul would be that it makes me feel good to be kind. So why are you kind? The pleasure you have from being kind. So we need to know that, you know, and be honest with ourselves. And I have to be honest with myself that, you know, do I always do an act of kindness to be like God? No. Do I'm always motivated by my godly soul? No. Sometimes I might act kind because, you know, that makes me feel good. Okay. So that, that you know, we're going to do it. We're not righteous. Don't forget, the Shekhin is an exile. So to rise above and to always is not necessarily. That being said, of course, do the act of kindness anyways if it's the right thing to do. But if you're motivated for to do the act of kindness because that's what God needs from me, so then, hey, that's, that's pretty godly. Rather than that's what gives me pleasure. So, you know, I, I, I give charity because that gives me pleasure. So there's a value in that. But because I, in the end, you did a mitzvah. You gave charity. That's wonderful. But we've got to recognize that there's something more wonderful than that. And that is because that's what God needs from me. That's my purpose. And even higher than that, that's like, hey, being what i got to be. Yentetelebent uh, on Instagram. Are there layers in Klippa? Absolutely. For, there's two basic layers. The mixture of good and evil. And in that there's gradations. As we see, the world of Bria is less uh, Klippa. Less, you know, the, the husk is less. It's like the, 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 like the grape. Um, the grape has a shell. But it's edible. That's like in Bria. And then you have in 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 Yitzira greater it's it's more like the orange peel right like the orange peel but even the orange peel you can you know make something from it and then you have like in Asiya it's like the coconut real hard you know not to crack or like nuts right when it, from the skin of the uh, from the, the the shell of the orange, like you know, hey, you make a nice chocolate with it, right? Okay, it's bitter, but the shell of a hazelnut, I don't know if there's any use for it. Of a coconut, I don't know if there's it. So there's just different gradations, just like in the different worlds. Okay. All right, uh, Kevin, please share with us. Okay. Um, so yeah. So Mashiach now is asking, what does it mean that life is sacred? Can this be applied to a person? Of course. What does it mean? Life is sacred it means it's an end in itself. 
it something that's sacred means has a value as an end in itself rather than a means to an end. Right? Light, uh, human life is sacred. Human being is created in the image of God. So just as God is an end in itself, so the, there's a sacredness in the end to itself of human life, which of course has many ramifications for what that means. Okay. Um, Vito, does our ego come from our animal soul? Is that yes? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Um, Kevin, was I... Uh, do you want to speak or not? I'm not clear. Is the hand is still raised? Maybe not now. Fine. Okay. All right. Anybody else? No one has something to share. Yes. Yes. Certain, uh, perhaps. Because he said it wasn't a sin; it was simply a step down. Like the action was, he said, wasn't sinful per se. It was wrong because it it, it brought man down. Right. Like, from that spiritual level that we were in at the beginning. Right. Yes. Well, it. Right. It's a. It's a nuanced thing. Ultimately, this is what God wanted because God wants partnership and therefore there wasn't a partnership. And that's what's happening right now. How, how could it be the, 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 you know, the, the Shekhinah, the divine presence of God is in exile? God, his power is in exile? What is, how could that be? You know why? Because this way we extricate it and we become a partner with God in revealing his presence we're in the Garden of Eden. God revealed it on his own. You know, the, the uh, mankind did not have a partnership in creating that reality. That in, now that we have come down into a world that is full of klipa, we have the opportunity to become partners with God to reveal the presence of God. Yes, thank you, Vilma. Mustafa, please uh, share with us. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you look at if you look at the uh, Torah scrolls throughout uh, throughout uh, the world, you won't see any distinctions in how they're written. There's a dispute on on one letter in one word, 
but otherwise you will see a uh, that uh, the tradition is kept very um, very much so um, that it is uh, precise yeah so absolutely okay but uh, it's not the case rabbi because all of these texts came from uh, uh, you know masoretic manuscripts like alipol leningrad etc etc all of these manuscripts came from the 9th century so it is um you know long time after moses death right. so how could someone believe the torah is the same uh, as uh, hashem gave moses in mount sinai when we have later much later Torahs? well again my point is well there's two things you know um yeah i don't know if you believe in uh, and I, I'm, I'm not certain you know what uh, mustafa that your question is very good um and i if you i i i would like to deal with it the question is we're, we're just discussing a specific topic right now that that if you can just wait a bit and i don't mind to discuss uh you know i can discuss briefly now but uh, i think there's going to be more of a discussion that uh, will need more, a little more time um so in just brief i will give now and then afterwards we can discuss at greater length and the brief thing uh, answer is that why do we believe anything in history how do you know that abraham lincoln was assassinated you weren't there and maybe it's true maybe it's not true so we believe it for two reasons i think one is because uh, we've read it but not because we've read it because if we only read it and there wasn't an oral uh, tradition that was passed down from you know generation to generation that was a spoken word about it then you would have a difficulty believing so the same thing is with the torah and then here i'm even adding not just the written word but even the oral tradition um, i'm adding to boot is that not just the written word but the oral tradition is also the word of god and um and and therefore and and how do we believe that is because at mount sinai god spoke to the jewish people to an entire jewish people uh two and a half million Sorry, people oh, okay so he spoke to not problem he spoke to two and a half million people and gave over um his torah then and we see how it's been preserved so um so clearly preserved the written word and even the oral tradition that where there is argumentation but argumentation is in that things that we were not did not receive um in some things might have been lost that's true for the most part but this is a bigger discussion and another time i gave a course on this uh, from jli actually um a six-week course so it would be difficult to just give a, a few minute uh, response but Mustafa I'm, we're going to leave that for the moment and we can get back to it but I want to uh, continue with our discussion on the topic and then you know we can get to related matters Marcy please uh, share with us so when you had talked uh, at the beginning about um you know, giving a gift to somebody you don't necessarily like, uh, it actually reminded me of, of something called the Benjamin Franklin effect, uh, where Benjamin Franklin had made an enemy of somebody that he wanted uh, to 
to like him because it would give him more influence and, and power. So what he did was he borrowed a book from 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 this guy. Um, you know, oh, you're the only one who has it. You know, your collection is so vast. It's so impressive. You know, giving him some flattery. True, but, but also flattery. And he borrowed the book and then, you know, returned it promptly with his thanks. And then borrowed another book. And then after about three or four books of borrowing, the, the guy had forgotten that he disliked Franklin um, because why would he keep lending him books if he didn't like him? Um, and so they eventually became friends. And that's kind of what, what I was I was thinking about is that, you know, by, by giving to, even to people who don't like you, you, you turn the tide. You don't, you know, don't, don't give it to them. By contrast, don't give it to them with, you know, oh, throw it over your shoulder and ignore it and right. cover it in creep up, but give it to them, you know, directly with an open hand and with love. And it, it kind of, like, I, I can see both elements in, in how the world operates. You know, we can, that Hashem is concealed, but we can also see some very revealed moments when, when we can kind of feel that love. Right. Very good. Thank you. Um, that's true. That's um, the the uh, <laughs> right. Uh, um, the Alter Rebbe says we learned earlier this uh, this idea that someone who you have a negative feeling towards, on the contrary, act kind towards them, and through that kindness, uh, that will change ultimately the feelings. So uh, absolutely. Um, it, it, the reference over here is, of course, a metaphor for us to understand the concept, uh, the concept of um, what it means, you know, negative force. How, how does how does it come from God, um, or, or what? How do we understand that God is giving to um, evil, to uh, evil perpetrator? Uh, um, a power so he's not giving it like the, the metaphor I give to um, to the way God gives uh, from his holiness is like a mother who gives to her children food in fact she's it's, it's not food for her for her it's love that's what she's giving she's giving love embodied in food so God is giving us his uh, his love in a form of vitality that is face to face, eye to eye, right? From his inwardness. And that is Kedusha, that is holiness. So that's what's happening when we are, when I am extending myself and giving charity. That's what's happening right now and us learning and learning Tanya. Right? We're getting vitality right now. We're getting life. We're getting existence. I don't mean that we're getting life or getting, oh, inspired. I don't mean that. I'm, we're alive now. You know, in what manner are we alive? God, the only way is from God. In what way? He's giving from his inner, inner will, inner being, vitality that gives us life. And through the mitzvah that we're doing now, study Torah. Um, now, if in, in in a moment from now, God forbid, you're going to use your mouth to uh, to speak words of ill. Lush and hara, gonna be nasty to someone. Well, you're getting life at that moment too. Where's that coming from? Also from God, but where? He's giving it not like the mother who's giving it lovingly, but he's giving it like to the person that he doesn't want to give 
but forced to give throws it over the shoulder that's the metaphor so he's giving life but it's over the shoulder it's only a means to an end ultimately so in other words it's not because he really wants to give it in the moment um but it's well on one level he's doing it in order that there should be an equilibrium between good and evil between and give us the freedom of choice otherwise you know would have the freedom of choice but on a deeper level he's really giving it ultimately that we should turn around and do tshuva so that's on a deeper level so that's the that's the the important message over here um you know to to appreciate in 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 the metaphor yes uh, us how we deal with someone that's um very nicely said what you what you mentioned from Benjamin Franklin. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, um, and thank you, Marcy, for your for your note. <laughs> I just saw it. <laughs> I get it. Um, okay. Anybody else? Questions, comments? Did I miss something somewhere? Davida, did I miss a? Um... By the way, my wife gives a wonderful women's class on the Parsha this evening, seven thirty on zoom only on zoom 770 770 6085 and also there'll be rambam today rambam at uh, one o'clock and we're we're marching through whoa i've got a group i've got to tell you of uh amazing people it's a small group but amazing people are marching through learning all of jewish teachings jewish law uh within the year to to all of you I mean, to the few of you that join, but you're all welcome. Uh, Daisy has a question. Did I miss it somewhere? Daisy, Daisy. Oh, when we learn and we do mitzvahs all the time, but Mashiach is still not coming, maybe we will uh, be a second before the year 6,000. Um, you know, you know what faith and trust in God means. You know, you could say, well, Mashiach can come. You know, he has to come before the year six thousand. We're at the year fifty-seven eighty-two. So yeah, there's still some time. That's God's business. Our business is to make it happen now. Right. That's our job. So nothing else but that. That's all we got to do. Okay. That's our job. So let's work on our job. Our job is to bring Mashiach now and not not wait. All right, folks. A reminder, um, I'm going to be giving an amazing JLI course on anti-Semitism. I sent out an email about it. If you didn't get the email, um, please send me your email. So we could get you on the email list and you can find out more good things that are happening. And so you can private message me or you can go on to um tanyarabbi.com and give it over there and uh wonderful all right folks rabbi ronnie fine coming to you from it's a privilege and a pleasure to share with you the tanya have a wonderful day a good chodesh everybody thank you for joining